This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser, Chaser. a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race, Race. starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. Hi. Hi. Before we get started, we were just talking about it, uh, so I want to mention it. Um, we have an OnlyFans account. We do. And I know that sounds like it means we're, like, um, showing our, our buttholes and doing what OnlyFans people do. But um, we're really open to doing anything. So let us know on Instagram or um, you can send us a DM. Let us know what kind of content you're looking for mm-hmm. on the OnlyFans. Yeah, because we want to give back. And that's OnlyFans.com slash... Race Chaser Pod. Okay, work. Mm-hmm. I like some OnlyFans. I got some nice ones on there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm a fan of a couple. One's called Poppy Omnipotent. He's this go-go boy from San- Sacramento. Uh-huh. Mm, she slings it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, nice guy. Does he do that thing where he makes his dick into like a bracelet? Have you ever seen them do that? Mm-mm. Go-Go Boys do it sometimes. Oh, yeah. When you ask they what time it is. They sort of just like wrap it. Or, yeah. 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 Like stri- it's a stripper trick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> last week, just to catch up, uh, last week it was Zodiacs on the runway. Zodiac drag queens. I was rewatching um, this episode at the beginning and I was like, what was the directive? They're all looking like they're going to different circuses. <laughs> All different productions of Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> right. Some got ho- and then I one remembered. Is, oh, one of them is yeah. one, one, one looked like believe. she almost got in Zumanity. <laughs> it's the boo-boo-foo. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, Kahana's goodbye message um, is just one of the goodbye messages that I didn't even read. I was just like, what did it say? Well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure, but. Uh, oh, it says oh, it. Wow. For the first time, I felt you. like I truly belonged. Thank you for embracing me and making me feel loved. XOXO Kahana. What a sweet, what God a bless. sweet angel. So nice. I worked with her in Vegas and she was great. Let's talk about some updates from our DMs. Mm-hmm. It is a well-known fact that we do have an Instagram and known we do as... Be yeah. Uh, Race Chaser Pod on Instagram is the official gram. And we get a lot of messages, mostly dicks. Uh-huh. But we're okay with that. Right. So um, I'll read this first one from at Sam's Glitter Carnicle. Can y'all talk about... Ariel Versace's repeated use of a full nude illusion bodysuit with fake belly button and everything. <gasps> we could, but you just did. So thanks for bringing that up. I don't try to critique any girl's drag, especially when she's, you know, 5'4 
and she's competing against Glamazons. If she want to do a little squat, short, nude bodysuit thing, make whatever, let her let her live. I think it's weird. It's like those, you know, those bodysuits that they sell on boobs for queens. I'm aware of the bodysuits. They're nude delusions. It is a little. I mean, I maybe it's maybe she doesn't like to shave. It might be that, like, because if you're hairy, like, on your back and your midsection, and, like, luckily I have been blessed with not having a lot of that, Mm -hmm. so I've never had to worry about it. But, like, if you're legitimately just really hairy, then you you would start to think about ways that I can avoid, like, using 12 razors every single day. That's my theory. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can get some intel and talk to her about it. Um, Willem, you guys are really good friends. I'll check my phone to see if I have her number. Yeah. 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 Um, this is from Chantiquity. Chantiquity. I love that as a name. Hello, gals. Love the podcast. Do you know a curious Chanel is either fabulous wordplay for I carry a Chanel or iconically coincidental? A curious Chanel. <gasps> wow. A curious Chanel. A curious Chanel. I don't know. I want to ask her. But that's legend. Do you, do you think? I'll ask Alexis. And some bitch, <laughs> and some bitch said, we get it. You know Alexis Davenport. <laughs> Fuck you. Because I do. She's my friend. And you know what? Um, you should know more about her, too. So that's why I bring up all these girls from Texas's names that I love that haven't been on Drag Race but are outstanding entertainers like Alexis and Crystal and Jenna and Asia and Layla and, you know, Plastique came out of there, S4 and everything. That's a great yeah. bar in Texas, Dallas. Who was that Texas? Oh, Calexis. <laughs> yeah, this is our Calexis tidbit. Thanks for, for listening. Um, I live. Uh... Hey, girl, do you know if Akira Chanel's name is actually slang for I carry a Chanel? Ooh, that's big dick. All it these dicks be... in the DMs, y'all. Thank you. So blessed. So this is season 11, episode two. Um, wait. Oh, wait. It's episode three, and it's oh, called fuck. Diva you Worship. You need to recuse yourself. You call yourself a fan? <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's me. Wow. And it was also Sam's Glitter Carnival, obviously, not Carnival. Carnival! <laughs> I fucked up. Oh, it's I okay. I try. I try. I try. It's okay. You know, you work really hard at Big Dipper. <laughs> And we still haven't given you a microphone after all these years. After all, after all the awards. After all, I mean, the awards have stacked up. Right now on our table, can can you They're hear? Stacking. It? Can you hear it? Wait. Can you hear on. our can award? Can we do ASMR with this award right here? It's hard enamel. Do you remember when I accepted my um, logo TV reality personality award backstage <gasps> at? Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show when we were doing it Aww. in like 2012 or 13 wow. and I took it out of the box and in front of Michelle and you and I it broke it was like that <laughs> loose site that wasn't glued to each other and then the paper flew out <laughs> and then I posted the video and they were like that was that made us look bad XYZ and I was like your award broke <laughs> you, lo- you logo I'm sorry also, but Michelle was there too, and I was like, "Thanks for being in my video, girl." So Scarlett is feeling feeling herself. She just came up of a hot win. But really, was it a hot win? I mean, I like her and I'm friends with her, but it seemed like she was just okay. She was fine, but to me, I thought Plastique was the more obvious winner, or Evie alone. Sure. Scarlett, it seemed like she was part of a pair that did unoffensively okay. Yeah, you know, but well, it didn't feel like uh, yeah. Evie felt like the standout. 
it's and I'm not hard, just saying that because I wanted to fuck her. Well, it's a hard role to be given because it is sort of one note playing the ingenue, and she made it funny and she made it real. And yeah. I thought she established herself as as a good actor, and she was last picked for that challenge. So this is sort of like she's like, hey. I'm here, and mm-hmm. I'm talented. I'm not just beautiful. Well, wow, what great story. From last picked to winner of the challenge. I bet no one saw that coming. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, I, I love uh, the moment where anyone on stage or on a show announces, I'm not to be fucked with, blah, 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 blah. Because you know by the end of that episode, they'll probably be in the bottom. They'll be fucked with. They'll, yeah. And um, and they play the epic Lord of the Rings music behind it. I am not to be fucked, fucked with. with. Know your words, bitch. You will be in the bottom, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Gia Gunn is our latest addition to the to the official Race Chaser soundboard. Gina. What's the other one? We have another new addition. We have too. another one. Life's not fair. <laughs> the classic life's not fair. You can see Naomi's lips moving before the sound actually escapes them. Yeah. Those yeah. floating pontoon boats that are Naomi's lips. <laughs> it works. I love her. Um, I think that Nina is nervous about breaking through the pack and showing the judges she's a star because so far she hasn't been the Nina that I've known on yeah. from all these gigs I've done with her for all these years. And we all have. You, Nina is so much fun on stage and yeah. it hasn't been showcased yet. Yeah, she's been finding her footing, and um, and as we see in this episode, I think she. I hope she finds it. Yeah, that's a share song. Um, uh, so uh, we get the video message from Rue. It's something of a religious nature, and then we have a mini challenge, which I love. This mini challenge. Me too. It's uh, breaking into Seduction's backstage area. <laughs> it's, it's just so it's, funny. This concept is hilarious. They, it's just another skit. Mm-hmm. And this skit isn't scatty. It's actually a good idea. It's improv. Yeah, it's a great idea. Make Rue laugh. And she says, the funniest ones win. And if you want to talk about a real world application, this is something drag queens have always done mm-hmm. is getting backstage where we don't belong. Except Princess Deandra. You want to talk about Princess Deandra? Wait. From Wigstock, remember her? She was the one that gave Chanel all the grief. She, uh, Princess Deandra tried her to get with Miss Diana Ross this last week. She was poking her in the stomach when Diana was doing Reach Out and Touch and she was removed from the facility. She's been removed from a Patti LaBelle concert or two too. For showing Wait. up a drag and getting all flagrant. Princess Deandra. Princess Deandra poked the actual Diana Ross yes. in the stomach? Yes. What? And Ian Schrager was there. You can't do that. It was in page six. Princess Deandra did. She was removed. Oh my heavens. Who are we talking about again? I can't, I'm, 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 oh yeah, getting backstage. So yeah, getting backstage is a talent, but once you're there, you can't be poking people. You need to be the fun drag oh queen, not God. the one poking bitches. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think that this is great because this is something we do. We improv all the time. Exactly. Uh, some of these uh, some of these queens are really funny in this challenge. Yeah, I liked... Um, I liked uh, Raja. I thought she was funny. Raja was hilarious. Vanji was really funny. Uh, RuPaul kept asking people, can you name three seduction songs? Can you name three seduction songs? Me? Uh, Two to Make a Thing Go Right. That's the Um, hit. uh, Lovely Day. No, that's a Michelle Visage song 
That was Soul Soul System. Yeah. Um, soul System. And then there's that one song where they all lip synced on to the one that weren't their voices, the first one. Damn. What was that one? Full Millie Vanilli treatment. Oh, no, they admit it, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I can't. Can you? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I know that It Takes Two is the hit. Yeah. Um, Soul System was the song that was on the Bodyguard soundtrack. Track number nine. Track number nine. Um, number nine. Um, I did think Evie was funny. Um, she was pregnancy. Is oh. it weird that she still looks hot? Well, um, Nina was really funny too. Mm-hmm. She gave it this character that um, that is really realistic. It's Michelle like was a, her mom, like a teenage girl who, yeah, Michelle is her <laughs> illegitimate mother, <laughs> and she wants. Meanwhile, to... <laughs> the, the side view on the footage camera, rewind that a little bit. It looks straight up like a yeti. <laughs> Wait, it looks like a. a Bear, a bear is the outside. Snow person. Yeah, hold on. We'll see it. We'll see it. Boop, boop, boop. She that. looks cool. She that. has these crying she looks sad great. glasses, and then these giant teeth. <laughs> she looks like uh, one of the people from Littlefoot, for sure. <laughs> Littlefoot, completely. Yeah. Um, now the winners, Nina and Raja, get to pair up for teams on the Maxi Challenge, which is a Shevangelica talk show where the queens preach and teach about the children, about the pop divas that they choose. Yes. Each show will feature heavenly hostesses, live on-air conversions, and hymns of praise. Yeah. This is a very um, fun concept. Do you think they were given um, divas to select from because there were pre-printed huge things with their pictures? Brittany and Mariah. I honestly, I think it was open and I think they had them printed because they, I don't know, they had a few hours to have those things printed. Sure. While Um, the girls prepared. I don't think it was like a select. Who would you have chosen? I probably would have picked uh, Gaga or Tina because Tina has a lot of different music style she's done rock she's done 60s she's done like 70s there's the fucking um you know pinball queen song you could throw in there's what's love yeah um but Cher is fucking great i would i share share gaga or tina are my three yeah they're the they're the people i could put on any afternoon in love i would have gone with i mean Cher is kind of like a like a dead giveaway Mm -hmm. but there's a lot there there's yeah. so so many eras to work with. I also think Celine could have been really fun. See, for me, Celine is kind of not one note, but like she's only got the '90s and the 2000s, and like the things like when Milk did that Celine look from the Met. I didn't know who that was off the top of my head. Right, you know, and the references need to be so strong that like uh, Joe Drags in Iowa needs to get it. Right, and some of these girls not knowing Mariah stuff. Like, they didn't know the lamely and stuff. Right. I need a break. I can't even fathom it. Let's take a quick break. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. 
Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at com slash drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. All right, we are back. The girls have broken into two dynamic teams. The lights just flickered. That means... um. We're, They're this, tunneling. This line isn't safe. <laughs> They're tunneling from Grove Street. Um, I have a question. Whose team would you rather be on, Nina West's or Raja's team? Raja's team has Sugar, Scarlet, Plastique, Honey, and Akiria. And Nina's team has Silky, Evie, Vanessa, Banji, Brooke, Ariel, and Mercedes. Oh, I mean, that's, I, I would have wanted to be on Nina West's team. I agree. I think Nina West is a perfect leader for this type of challenge because she produces her own shows and she's like in charge of the girls and she's also Buried really together. funny yeah and she has like a big personality and so um i think that uh i think she it really she's really great for this yeah um i'd want to be on that team raja's team seems a little more scattered they can't decide who their diva is going to be and I like that Akira actually points out the thing about Whitney because, like, it's a it's a slippery slope, you know, to do anything Whitney and to try to make her drug use funny. If you do Whitney, you can't make it about the drug use. Mm-mm, it's not all. acceptable. Maybe lesbianism. 
Oh, throw that in there. Like rampant lesbian. Lovely. That would have been amazing on the set of church ladies eating each other out or something. See, oh that's what God. that's what I would have <laughs> that's what I would have done as a team leader. I would have thrown this thing a curveball in the middle of it and shocked everybody and said, "Bitches, don't tell anybody what we're doing." You doing a shocking twist. I would have done. That's what I would have done. But you won't ever know that. Um, <laughs> Rue comes Jesus in and does the walkthrough with these girls. And I remember watching Rue tell Princess an outfit was ugly the first episode. She rem- And it was an amazing outfit. She remade a whole outfit and wore it on the runway. And I thought she was going to be on the top because it was the second outfit was just as good just because Rue didn't like the first one. I was like, bitch. And she still got red down. Yeah. But, like, yeah. amazing work, you know? And Rue is kind of flabbergasted that these girls don't know these Mariah-isms and are still trudging bravely, blindly forward with the idea that they should do Mariah it as their diva. Is, there is a lot of, like, blindness. There's drag blindness going on because they're they're sort of like RuPaul is standing there and saying you don't know enough about this person. No one in your group is the super crazy fan, yeah. which is the one thing you need for this challenge. No, you don't know enough information. You should choose someone else. And they're like, no, we're going to just do it. We're going to stay with it. I mean, cuz I have the wig. <laughs> I got the wig for it. I have the wig, so I'm just going to Yeah. I've never heard of her. And, I'm known for my I, Gaga. I've been booked all over the country for my Gaga. <laughs> and I think that You've Got Me Feeling Emotions is by Mariah Carey. So um, I'm just going to go ahead with it. Um, I like that Rue gives a brief glimpse into her um, humble start. She said, I've been the top bitch in the game for 25 years. Ain't no other bitch coming for me. Yes. And work. then um, before that, she offers the advice. You know, just be the best you can be <laughs> and don't concern yourself with others. Um, so it's good to have both points presented from her perspective this week. I'm not saying she's contradicting herself. Um, Rue is gagged that Raja's team keeps going with this shit and she keeps spitting out Mariah isms and yeah. the team is writing them down to use them. They're like, oh, good one. They're like, thanks, Rue. Do you have any more? Uh, <laughs> what are her fans called? <laughs> can you say it into the, the iPod? I didn't. But here's the other thing. These kids are restricted because they can't Google. They can't look up these references. That's why you have to just choose someone that you super know. Like, Or even if you don't super know them, like how do you not know Madonna and Cher? The generalisms you know, you know? Right. You know, the affectation... Sorry. All that stuff, you know? Britney's such a good choice for this because you can equal parts, like, make fun of her, Mm -hmm. make fun of her fans. And there's also a lot to draw from, like the shaving of the head, like uh, the baby one more time. Lots of pop culture. So many songs. So many song titles that are recognizable. Um, Okay. During... Emotions instead of emotions. So what's so emotional? The Whitney Houston song. I get so emotional. Oh, wow. Raja sings it. Vivcendo from the DM said, I hope you caught Raja singing so emotional instead of emotions during their brainstorm. L-A-M-O. I didn't. And wow. (laughs) That's funny. Damn. And she's the team leader? That's some foreshadowing. Wow. (laughs) Well, that's it's, rough. it's time to shoot the TV shows. Let's see how it goes. It's live TV. There, I can't wait to no see how this turns out. Yeah. Live TV. Live TV. I love it. Um, well, 
This uh, I'm sorry. Like, it's live TV. Well, I'm going to say it right now. The skit is scat. <laughs> They're filming it as though it's live TV. So you don't get a retake. You don't get a reshoot. Thank you. Exactly. Yep. You it, the, you start and you better do it. And that's what you get. That's what you get. Um, I think that the Leave Britney Alone Foundation to provide Frappuccinos and car seats, it's like they have these great buttons that Nina and uh, Brooklyn are just throwing out there that are every every line is peppered with Britney and its intent is there and you know why the people are saying it. Some of the next team they have like Mariah-isms in there, but it sounds like they're questions, you know, and stuff's not in the right spot and like... If you have a song and it's not rehearsed right, there's there's a lot going on. But this first one, I think, a lot of standouts. Vanjie. Yeah, um, so funny. Uh, Silky was good. Yeah. I think Nina should be hired Nina. as a writer for, for the show. Because this whole opening monologue, she's at the wheel of this fucking ship. And she's doing it. And it's really funny, yeah, and really strong. And Brooklyn is a great um, lieutenant bounce off. She's for a great her. B straight man kind of, yeah. Um, and they've got the look; like their look references are great because you have to. The, I that mean, Jan Crouch. That Jan Crouch, Tammy Faye mm-hmm. is what what they're wanting yeah. for this. That's what Rue wants. And so, if you know that reference and you give them that, that's that's going to be to your benefit. And it also, looks cool. It also helps that Evie already has the shaved head. That when Vanjie goes to shave her head, all right. Brittany. Um, <laughs> yes. And Vanjie is literally just you know she makes everything better whenever she's on screen. She's really she's really definitely hilarious. got that it factor that like you know. Alyssa's had like girls where you're just like I don't know what it is I can't put my finger on it but when I do yeah. she bites it <sighs> yeah she's really really funny very that and um, she looks really cool <laughs> like I like her hair and I like yeah. her um, little pink uh, right? Chanel suit yeah I think um, Ariel performed um, more than adequately this week um, was she on the piano? Yes, she was. Yeah. Anytime you sing and they make it sound like you actually did a good job is a good thing. <coughs> because the next season sure, next uh, team sure doesn't sound good <coughs> at all. It's clear that they rehearsed their song, which is great. Yeah. And this seems, this seems yeah. really well oiled, you know? Yeah. They had a really great team energy all around. And they did a really good job. And what a great moment. What privilege. What privilege. Silky and Ariel, who had beef the last episode, they've put the hatchet down. And they are like, look, we're friends. And a dragon cart is rolling by the studio. Got beef. When are we going to eat? Munch, munch. Munch, munch. Crunch, crunch. Silky Ganache is here to eat the lunch. No. That was her entrance line. Oh, my God. (laughs) You don't remember that? No. Crunch, crunch. Munch, munch. munch. (laughs) So good. Wow. (laughs) Um, This is an example of one of those wild and weird challenges that is actually successful, kind of, because... You know, it's not great writing or well, they material, themselves. but the perform- they did. Yeah, I think it was like Mad Libs. Oh, okay, that's my guess. I think they were given like, here's some bullet points that you can hit. 
and make it Britneyized. Fill in the blank with the yeah. diva. Oh, okay, we had our yeah. We so, we were given loose scripts like that for yeah. um loose for, script sync ships. <laughs> yeah, girl, I need to pick up my prep by the way. Um, <laughs> tight script. Um, I I think all the performances in the first one more than uh, more than compensate for the um, the thin premise of a plot. You know, right? They're given yeah. the skeleton. It's charming. They did their job for sure. This yeah. first team, and they did a great job filling in those Mad Libs. Team Mariah, Mariah, uh, going higher. You on fire? They should be fired. <laughs> you should be fired. Hey, both of the wigs on Scarlet and Sugarcane are disputes. <laughs> <laughs> What is going Okay. Bitch, I got a dry wig like that upstairs. I wore it to the SAG Awards and everybody read me for it. But I love Sugar Cane's hair. It just needs to be glued down. I can see the back of her head right by her ear. And then Scarlet's got like this red wig that's all like pinned up in like this faux bob, but it just looks like dumb. She looks pretty, but it, that's kind of not the assignment. At all. That's not church lady. It looks like a church hat. They were probably it is a told, church hat. They were probably told bring a church look or something, and that's what she brought, and I don't like it. Okay. The earrings are great. I actually wore earrings like that on Hater's Roast. You know what I just saw on Project Runway? What? Nina Garcia was wearing these long crystal, and they look like fishbone earrings. Mm. I think they're Saint Laurent. I looked them up. They're like $2,000. You need them. Um, I I bought the knockoffs. I had a girl for ten dollars. Good girl. (laughs) I like it. Um, Uh, But they would have been inappropriate for this challenge, as are these looks. Yeah, like (laughs) just I I don't know. God bless them. They're hawking miracle butterflies, um, and the butterflies are about as lively as Asia's. Well, I mean, Ross is just sort of sitting there like plaintively like, okay, if this was a real TV show, like maybe this would fly because you're trying to sell something for Mm -hmm. like a foundation or whatever. But the point is to be funny and to kind of take the piss out of Mariah a little bit and to take it so far and to take the piss out of fucking church TV, which is like such a huge uh, economy mm-hmm. that's kind of like I mean it's ridiculous you know how when someone can make fun of someone from inside their group so much better because they know them so well and there it comes from a different place yeah their skit right here is so scat because they don't none of them love her or know her or can reference right. the way that like Vanji can just throw in the little Britney work dance you know like exactly. there's no one on the team like that with Mariah and it's just you know they're handicapping themselves from the start by picking their the I actually thought Akira's on-air conversion was kind of good because she was the least involved with all the other bullshit that was going on. Yeah. But she got read for it. And then they were like, oh, you can't, you should have worn like an Ariana ponytail. It's like, no, she had to do that dumb blonde wig reveal. So she couldn't have worn an Ariana ponytail. So the fact that they even tried to say that, I was like, don't tell her what wig to wear. Akira's wigs are not to be, you know, fucked with. Yeah. they're, They're fine. So I think she did fine. I thought Plastique was kind of a strong yeah. person in this challenge, too. I didn't find her necessarily funny, but at least she had a point of view and made a bold choice. Yeah, it she was, seemed was... to know a lot about Mariah. Yeah. She, the look is like, the look is there. But when Raja said Timmy Matola, 
I said, huh? Who's you, Timmy Mottola? Is it not Tommy. Not Tommy. I mean, and here's the thing. like I t- don't know. Tommy, like, Tommy Mottola. That song? You never heard that? I, yeah. Anyway, he was Mariah's husband and okay. the record label, like, guy. Okay. And then um, I think they divorced and he basically produced J-Lo. Work. Which is the, I don't know her. That's where that comes from, basically. Oh, right. It's deep, old, oh. old struggles. But yeah. she called him Timmy Matola. Okay. It's a train wreck. And then the singing, I, I, I call it that because I'm not sure it is. I liked Plastique's voice choice. Me because too. Mariah, I mean, we like to envision that Mariah hates Ariana Grande so much that like she turns into a demon every time mm-hmm. she says that. Yeah. And I think if Plastique was on the winning team, they probably would have put some vocal effect on her deep voice moments to make it like, to mm-hmm. make it look... I love when like they when they for. embellish um, whatever queens they like with some Dolby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in there with that. Um, I love that Ross is being totally clear with Raja's team, saying, "Ah, uh, well, my parting advice to you is bring it on the runway. Bring it on the runway. That, runway. That is. Can pretty... we hear them singing? Mm-hmm. This makes me. This brings me joy. This sparks joy." And if you do, she will be your music boxer. Now, can I get a $28 million contract? No. Not adding feedback. (laughs) Shade. But all right. Let's go ahead and get this thing started. All right. Wow. Okay, that is classic Fifi Sharon harmonizing. Okay, but I believe, I believe Raja says in the confessional, honey's bending notes, but... Raja, okay, Raja is the one bending notes. Raja uh, takes it up to the, that, is it a third or is it a fifth? It's a, um, a, a, it's a dispute. A, it's a 117th. <laughs> like, it's not on. Honey was kind of holding it down. She was on the if melody. you listened, yes. Yes. She was holding it down and delivering. She stumbled and forgot the lines at mm-hmm. one point, at which point... It would have been great if Raja kind of picked up the picked up the slack and reminded her of where they were, and they were not in sync. Raja didn't know the words or the notes. Mm-hmm. Honey was doing her best, and it w- it was not a great um, live mm-hmm. performance. I've never seen Sugar look so soft though. And with those words, we're going to take a break. Okay, check take out Race break. Chaser Pod on the break. <laughs> No, listen to our ads on the break. Oh, yeah, never mind. Do that. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe 
every day at sax.com. <laughs> go tell it to Mariah. Or Sparkle. She'll be there one sweet day. Calling it Sparkle. Girl, writing's on the wall. Turning, um, Why get the fuck out. <laughs> I want you to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Sugar, Sugar is nervous about the team, and she thought she's, uh, Honey thought she slayed it, um, but is now second guessing herself after all the feedback. Um, Timmy Matola once said, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I have no idea. Like, I have no idea who that is. I would not have picked Mariah. She wouldn't have been in my top five women to pick. Yeah. Um, uh, you know who's picking a woman, though? Brooklyn. Kissing all of Angie. Oh. The, it's that part of the, the episode where, the, where, they be, where they be showing things. I need an adult. But then they cut to someone in a fur, too, after this. And it makes me think that it's just, keep playing it. I want some conspiracies. I need an adult. I'm quoting. Um, I'm quoting Ginger Minj from season seven. When who were the two that were getting a little Miss Fame and someone were getting really like oh Trixie, Trixie Mattel? Yeah. They were getting really like physical and like cuddly and like during the during the workroom like mm-hmm. walkabout. And Ginger was like, "I need an adult. This is weird." <laughs> <laughs> And it is kind of, I mean, I think it's good cute. on them. Good on them. I've never heard of two drag queens dating before. I've never heard of this. I, it, personally, it's not something I would ever do. I mean, for I heard, me in general. I heard Jiggly dated a drag queen once. <laughs> She's into that kind of thing. You know, the, the saying goes Sister, Sister dick, dick will make you sick. Sister Dick will make you sick. Gimme, gimme. Aria Versace is shaving while she's gluing down her brows. I actually shave before I, um, or I glue my brows and then I shave. Oh, I bet that saves time because uh-huh. while they're drying, you're doing something on the lower part of your face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Intel trick. Willem Wisdom. Yeah, and that's when I glue my brows. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Not on the haters roast. Do you think um, this romance narrative will continue throughout the show i hope so it's been it's been 11 years why hasn't this happened yet well like, it was on supposed to happen during season five but they couldn't twist your storylines enough to make it happen remember Ivy was like i'm good i have a boyfriend oh, <laughs> like, thank you though but Ruth's still saying it on the carpet to mistreats like, like me with the microphone <laughs> they're in love the clip they're is fucking, on youtube they are actively in love now do you think that for this to happen, they have to like sneak out of their hotel room. Like, what are the oh, logistics they're not, of it? They can't possibly be fucking not with the way security is nowadays. No, somebody from Six that I'm working with on Haters Roast, um, they pointedly looked at me and said, "Thanks a lot for the no fun," because if since five they've been real strict with doors. I think and comings and goings. Yeah, you are not allowed to fraternize outside of the like. You're just not. Maybe, on All Stars a little bit. Maybe they. Uh, have cigarette breaks together like I don't like there's really you're not allowed to hang out as we weren't right. maybe it's different now which I think kind of makes sense when um, they're trying to pr- pressure Mercedes into talking about her religion and stuff she doesn't really know these girls yet you know she's probably yeah. spent a total of if this is episode three 
five or six days with these people and they're asking about her religion, which is a private thing. And she obviously is not wanting to talk about it, but she obviously no. talked about it enough on her tape to get here because that was the story. You know, I'm sure, you know, they wanted yeah. her for that specific reason to show the diversity and everything. And now that she's here, she's like, can we talk about something else? <laughs> How crazy though. Like she literally just did like a, a church like challenge mm-hmm. and she's never gone to church. She's never been in a church. Yeah. Um, like this is really obviously like uncomfortable territory for her that she doesn't want to get into. Yeah. And God but, bless her. She well, doesn't have to get into it. Yeah, she doesn't exactly. But it's a reality show and um, wallflowers, you know, don't get screen time. Squeaky, That's true. squeaky wheel gets the grease and she ain't squeaking right now. That's true. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy watching Evie paint herself pink. Right. She paints her entire body, her fucking balls, taint, and ass crack, Ugh. bright pink, and then wears a garment that covers her completely. This <laughs> is kind of funny to me. Are you trying to steal my joy? <laughs> yes. Because I could watch it. Ooh. Meanwhile, Troy Sivan is behind the two-way mirror, just, uh, just gazing and gasping. Bitch, I saw him at Wasteland on um, Melrose. Really? He's trying to park a huge SUV that was three times bigger than him. And I was like, I pointed to him. He pointed to me. I was like, ah! It was one of those. And then I circled the block and he was gone. But oh well. Um, I like that Raja has the commentary of the year with, girl, I hope you're throwing those sponges away because you're going to get pink eye or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Down. Raja has had some great commentary. She said that thing about uh, things an ugly girl should never say to a pretty girl. Ugly girl could never never cover true beauty. And honestly, I am mad. I know. Raj is fucking hilarious. Mm. Oh, my God. Evie, you better work looking like a pink salamander. She's giving me that um, Amanda Lepore. Um, when, when La Amanda, Chappelle land where she's all pink. She yep. paints herself totally pink with uh-huh. a pink lipstick. It's very that. Let's do a side by side of that. Yeah. Huh. Um, what do you think of this main stage rue gown? Because I thought this money green color looks so rich. And the lid, her makeup looks great too. The um, wig, I think, could have used a brushing out a little bit because the curls are a little hard. You could like see it. you could see where the parts were in the front for each section, where sure. each roller was. I wish that was brushed through a little bit for some softness, but I don't do hair. The dress is phenomenal. Phenoms. This is a return to classic RuPaul's silhouette, which I, you know, I'm... Uh, Tight on top. I'm afraid of change, and Tight. so I like classic. Tight on top, loose enough that you don't have to tuck on the bottom. Exactly. And so sidebar, Mm -hmm. I did a little listening today and I listened to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. With John Polly. I did. Raven and Juju were the first guests, right? I've been commenting. It it wasn't the first episode. They were just the most recent guest. And uh, it's it's good. Yeah. It's really good. John Polly's John, good at his job. John Polly is obviously like such a huge fan of the show and knows every catchphrase in and out and can speak in them. Like mm-hmm. he's fluent. Like yeah. so he's a great host. He worked on my season for sure. Yeah. He's like the lead story producer on the show. Is he? Yeah, he's in the credits. Good for him. That he's makes great. sense. He's really great at it. Um, Raven and Juju were phenomenal. Raven brought that, I mean, that peek behind the curtain, you know? She's literally going in every day and painting RuPaul's face every morning. So that was really fascinating to listen to. 
Um, and they have a call-in interview. They had a call-in with Ross, and they had a call-in with the Eliminated Queen on the podcast. It's a good cool. podcast. Cool. Um, uh, and this is why I brought How this up. How much you want to bet it's going to win a wowie? <laughs> <laughs> Wowie. How would you want to bet we're not even going to be nominated, but they're going to oh, win? Oh, I hope we win the Wowie. Oh. <laughs> the reason I brought this up is because Raven said that you know the short dresses that RuPaul has been wearing on the runway? Uh-huh. Those are outfits pulled from RuPaul's 90s talk show, the same clothes. Yeah, why not? No, that's fucking fierce. I, yeah. I have no idea they were the exact same clothes from then being worn on this run. I, that's oh, okay. a yeah. great piece of um, intel. I've, I know that she's pulled stuff that she's worn in the past before, and it's looked amazing mm-hmm. still. She talks about how she has everything in bins yeah. like at her house. I want one. RuPaul, can I have one? I know, RuPaul, you're listening. I know, you have, I know you're listening to our podcast. Up next, the category want, is Fringe. I want one of RuPaul's dresses, please. I'm going to heist one from DragCon. Do it. Okay. I'll help. Okay, great. Um, you can say I put you up to it. This is a, this is a great. The Big Dipper is showing us the Amanda Lepore painting her ass with pink lipstick. That's the one. So good. Uh, this is a great runway uh, assignment. And I love that the judges are fags who appreciate drag. T. Guillermo used to go to MJ's. I would see him all the time out. And he's um, gay. Yeah. He was in Party Girl. Remember oh. Party Girl? With him and Parker Posey? No, but I am a party girl. Oh, I know you and Rita Ora tearing up the town. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> now I'm going to get six emails from the English press. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what if we just start spreading rumors about Courtney? The Courtney, we know you're listening. Stop you did it. good on your on your um on your fancy foot show. <laughs> The samba. The samba. Honey, it's all about the hips. Oh, yeah. And the little cutlets she wears. She's killing it. Yeah. She's so Her good. Her body is sickening, I too. Know. She's turning out. Oh, I hope she gets really fat after. <laughs> wow. She's not going to. She, she might. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this runway. The, the category is fringe. Ugh. Uh, I want to know what you would have done for Fringe. Oh, honey. Honey, this is mine. Oh, this, this is Fringe. fringe. <laughs> um, I, if I had to pull from my closet, I would probably pull an Ashton Michael Fringe jacket that I wore on the AAA Girls Tour that's covered oh. in Fringe. We did Fringe on the AAA. Girl, where do you think they got the idea? Oh, no, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> fringe, it is known, is my favorite color, so I would probably do that. Or um, I, I would definitely put it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you do? Well, I would have done fringe, which some of <laughs> the queens some of the queens decided not to. Ariel did a sequin, <sighs> which is hanging like a fringe, but is not a fringe. I mean Show me not a fringe. Right. I would have <clears throat> gone for that Victor Victoria really long fringe. The jazz hot. Uh-huh. Really, really long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that forty eight inch. Yeah. Dip die ombre. Because I like long stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more impactful. Like, I actually thought our first look on the runway, Honey Davenport, I thought she had one of the strongest looks. 
um, silhouette-wise. Yeah, I thought um, the execution of it, once you got up close with and without the hat, wasn't a great choice. Um, but it was fringy, for sure. Yeah. Um, she yeah, ju- I thought it was I thought it was fierce. And I would wear this. Yeah. Well, I don't like the back of the hat, either. You need to know that the camera's going to catch you from all the angles. Scarlet Envy is going white. Scarlet is giving me, um, like, pearl tees with this. Yeah. Um, just Definitely. Like, Icy, mm-hmm. sexy, showgirl. But fringe is pretty much everywhere you can put it. I On love the, the shoes, even. Yeah. And the, and nails. the nails. Great details, Scarlet Envy. Sure. Sugar Cane, I think, um, looks fabulous. Um, Except that weird bun on her head. Right. And that fringe needs to be longer. Right. If you're, I mean, if if you're 40 years old and you're pushing around in a drum majorette costume with some <laughs> turkey feathers on it, you better make that fringe double and longer because I don't want them clocking my mug. I'd rather them clock the fringe. Well, just because there's fringe on it doesn't mean that's like the outfit to wear for the fringe. There more. Why isn't there more fringe? More. Yeah, less turquoise, more fringe. It there's more feathers on that outfit than there is fringe, which I think is like a missed opportunity. She could have done fringe on the bottom instead of the feathers. Yes. And it would have been really cool, still a nod to her Native American heritage. Although that beaded fringe would have caught in her fishnets hardcore, and you know that. Oh, it would have caught in the stones that only <laughs> go halfway up the fishnets. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, Next up, Plastique Tiara. Plastique Tiara looks sickening. And I love that when she turns her hair, there's a French braid going up the back of the pony, holding all the hair up. It's beautiful. Great detail. It looks beautiful like gowns. Old, beautiful gowns. Beautiful lace fronts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it looks old school and I love it. Yes. Akiria is not fucking around. Akiria took the runway for me. Yeah. This this was my favorite and I think the most successful out of the She said, "I you want fringe?" Okay. Here's fringe everywhere. Where else should I put it? Right. And places where it it, it has never been before. You wanted fringe, right? I'm going to be um the bitch from Ragnarok but in gold. <laughs> That's what she wait, said. Wait, it's sort of I this is kind of Oh, I guess it's a little bit jazz hot too. It, Victor it, Victoria. Now I have a question. Do you find this Asian inspired? Yeah, it's the it's it Thailand, is, right? Yeah. If I have I have a question. If I wore this, would I be raked over the coals for appropriation? Yes, because you're white. white. And white people have oppressed Asian. That's how yes. this works. I remember now. We talked about this. Never mind. It's a huge part of yep. how appropriation works. Um. Yeah, like. Uh, cultures that have oppressed, Been oppressed. yeah, uh huh. Um, other cultures are they they get a little less fucking leeway when it comes to yeah, totally. uh, sampling. Yeah, and and by the way, it's Fuck a yeah. full salute. Akiria, yeah. she's a runway girl, and she's bringing it, and every element is beautifully executed. At the end of the runway, she just does this thing thing with her fingers where she's just like, this is what she wanted, right? <laughs> and it's great. And then Little Miss Leotard comes strutting out. Raja. Raja doing the most to make the fringe do the most. I like this fringe, but I will say. I, I, I like it too. It's great. It moves, but there could have been some fringe on the boot, bitch. Another detail. I'm, I'm not saying... Listen, maybe we disagree on this a little bit. 
I don't think this is the most impactful look on the runway. Same. However, there are elements I like. Me too. I like that the fringe is fringe. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. And I like that she's wearing bangs. I, I don't like this hair particularly, but I would have worn bangs because in England fringe. They, they call bangs a fringe. Yeah, I like that too. So that's like a, that's a, I'm glad she wore bangs. Yeah. I don't like that hair with that outfit. Uh, I don't think it was the most impactful. Next, we have Nina West. Twirling in like a fucking tornado of uh, <laughs> taupe fringe. And I don't know how she got that to stay on her head, but I fucking applaud her. It's like a Thorgy Thor. Like, it is wonderful. She's wearing like a construction helmet under there. I think that like is. Uh, she's it such is a kiki. Confetti dot. Confetti dot strips. Fringe costume. Yeah. Yeah. Strips costume. Uh, um, Brooklyn Heights looks beautiful and um, definitely. Is it fringe? Is that fringe? Don't hit that button so so flagrantly. Yes, she looks beautiful. She's always going to look beautiful, but is that fringe just because it's strips of flowers? I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve the top salute of the week, but it is strings with flowers on it. Is that fringe to you? Would you call a beaded curtain fringe? Do the beads make it not fringe? Or does... does... I don't know. It's a beat... It's a a beaded... She looks pretty, but like... Here's the thing. Would that... Would that notion, those um, flowers, be in the fringe and um, novelty section of the fabric store? Or would it be in the trim section? But it, fringe is a trim, isn't it? <gasps> You're right. So I don't know. And this is, I don't know, maybe this will always be an argument for time immemorial. Uh, especially for drag queens with nothing better to do. But when I think the word fringe. You think fringe. There's a movement to fringe that mm-hmm. uh, that makes it fringe yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. It's like a series of the same length of tendrils that moves all together mm-hmm. that makes it fringe. That was like strips of flowers coming off of a beautiful... She looks fucking amazing. You can't deny that. But is it fringe? Is it fringy enough? It's also that thing that you always say, which is if you break the rules in the right way, it's successful. Right. And so maybe that's not in the fringe category and she's pretty, but it didn't blow everyone away. Would you call this a flagrant fringering? <laughs> it's on the fringes of society. <laughs> Next, we have Vanessa Vangie Mateo, who is wearing red every single time. She's worn red a lot, and I love it. But this no, is- every runway and every look she's worn has been red. She entered the workroom in red, and every single runway has been red. I think she's doing all red this season, which has never been done before. And I think it's really, really cool. Cool. I'm into it. I think this outfit needs a panty. It, it feels can we, weird. Can we rewind mm-hmm. 10 seconds? I'd, I'd love it to have a red panty or something because it just feels like there's a nude crotch moment. She's, it's just like fringe hanging over the nudeness of it all. Right. And I like to know that the cookie is frosted. She looks pretty. Yeah, it's a too. tiny amount of fringe. It could it could do with a, a bit more fringe. It's a dance costume. It's great though. Yeah, 
It's clean. I see why Brooklyn wants to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Evie Oddly giving full concept jellyfish Raja's entrance into the workroom umbrella face. I have a question. Do you, <laughs> Will she fuck you? No, I know she won't. And I don't want to, I don't, I'm not trying to have her insert herself into me anymore. Oh, wow, um, okay. But do you think they slowed down the footage to make the, the wispy parts more wispy? What was that made of that made it so diaphanous and light? The, the tendrils that were floating. You see how right there it looks a lot slower wow. and they only show two steps. Like it was a quick. I think it's plastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's sort of intestiny. And the way it moves is very intriguing. Yeah. And this is what Evie oddly does. She provokes your imagination and makes you say, what the fuck? And wow. I love it. I think it's great. Um. Yeah, it's really cool. It's inventive. Um, it's beautiful. It's conceptual, and it just says "Wow." Yeah, it's an event on the runway. On the runway at a drag at a drag competition, you want every look to be the last dress in the runway show. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah, for sure. And uh, Mercedes, I'm on Diamond's outfit. Doesn't feel that for me. This would be serviceable for a number. Bitch, I would wear this. I would wear this in Southern Nights, Tampa, Southern Nights, Orlando. I would wear this anywhere to do a little pop up spot. But uh, there's one way to wear a lampshade on your head, and there's another way to wear a lampshade on your head. That's not the way. I I wore a lampshade on my head in a Rihanna video, and I looked great. Oh yeah, yeah. It was one of my best looks, actually. Um, Was your head totally covered? Yeah. <laughs> that was you. Uh, yeah, that was me. Um, <laughs> she had a lampshade on, and it just kind of looked like, oh wait, hold on, let me cut this fringe right here so I could walk. It's like, you know, the fringe seemed oddly cut. Yeah, too it, much fringe. There could never be. You don't think? Well, please, please recuse yourself. It covered everything. Get out. <laughs> it became. It became sort of like, um, one mass. And the color just sort of became like a big block that wasn't where you necessarily want a, a bulk of color. Yeah, but at least she had fringe on. It was fringe. Next, we have Ariel Versace. This nude bodysuit illusion with the belly button and the arms is coming through now. It's like this weird golden tone, suntan, dance skin, abomination color. Why and nope. does she do it? Because... She's like nude on her Instagram. She like is, is body out, nude and naked. filtered, and in very much control. I know that she's covered head to toe freckles, so maybe so, that's why she does it to even out all the skin tones. Do you think she wears a corset and, but wants to look like it's a stomach? I don't want to think about it at all. Okay, <laughs> um, I don't know. I just it's just weird. I it's not weird. Sorry, it would seem foreign for me to do it because I barely even like tights, you know. But like. She seems like she's in shape and she probably has an okay body. Like, why not show it? Oh, Calexis just said that um, a, a curious. <laughs> Do you know Calexis Davenport? Yeah, I've, yeah, worked with her a couple times. Calexis <laughs> uh, said she's my granddaughter. Her mom is Armani. But did she answer the question? No. Does a curious No, she didn't. <laughs> does a curious stand for I carry? You know how Chanel? many? You know how many godchildren? 
and grandchildren collects this house, she probably can't keep track of everybody. Well, did you ask her that? I'm surprised she texted me back, <laughs> actually. Because Aww. the one time we were doing a movie, and she, at the last day of the shoot, she said, second last day, she said, She said, I need here. to fix your nose uh-huh. because you're too ugly and you're fucking up my movie. Yeah, that's yeah. her. And there's always been that, that give and take with Colexis, which I love. So I'm glad she texted me back. <laughs> you're but fucking the name... up my movie with that nose contour, bitch. <laughs> Next, we have Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Silky is doing full drum and bugle core. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I think it's refreshing. I think she looks beautiful. She is she beautiful. She looks like Oprah. I, I think she's beautiful. Her face. Like her face. She looks like she's related to Oprah. Um, She's delivering. Like she's just carrying. Yeah. Like where does she get her energy? <laughs> I want to spin her, spin a vial of her blood and then inject it, inject the platelets into me so that I have a fraction of her energy. A drag centrifuge. Because she is a ball of energy. The shoe is a little questionable. A little? I'm going to talk to you on the break about that. We'll be right back. Is it a dispute? Life's not fair. This is a very serious, very special segment. Uh, this is a special piece of exclusive intel. We have an eyewitness. I know nothing about this, but um, Willem, you have you have procured mm-hmm. a firsthand witness of a uh, of a credentialed serious, caliber. Okay, mm-hmm. of a serious piece of intel, yeah. and we wanted to do a special segment uh, with. Uh, this eyewitness in the studio. However, our eyewitness would only speak on the terms that they would be anonymous. And we, as members of the press, award-winning press, we uh, will not reveal our source. However, um, uh, our anonymous source has agreed to speak to us in the studio today. So thank you for being here. A doll has gone rogue. I would. I'm interested to hear about this. Ro- rogue, flagrant what behavior. That, what does that mean? You know. You know the rumors when the girls can get um, when they cross over. A doll crossed over at an event. Okay. At a booking. Testing. At the gig. At the gig. In question. So. Do, will gig. you tell the story? I will. Okay. okay so, so this took place. I'm not sure. We'll the bleep that. But, um. <laughs> It was a, a gig that took place in and it was at a nude resort pool party oh. that was hosted by porn stars. And everybody knows that porn stars and drag queens go hand in hand. I they think do. That's something they love our wigs. With the name or... We do all the same drugs, too. Yeah, definitely. And depilatories. Right, yeah. yeah. So they were having a star-studded event with all these porn stars, and they wanted a drag queen host. So they procured... Bleep! Yeah, that has to be believed. Yeah. Really? You can't name her? No. Well, the whole thing is shit. Though. No, it's not. It's perfect because... Okay, so one of the new girls. One of the new girls. One of these new 11 chickens. Okay. She, um... Gets asked to host the event, they go through her manager, whose name is. (laughs) (laughs) Whose name is Bleeper Bleepson. So Bleeper Bleepson. So. 
asks for access to all of the porn stars who are in attendance of this party's OnlyFans account, free access for both his client and himself. <laughs> really? It's like, yeah. over, <laughs> no. There's like at least 20 promo codes like, left and right. And why? Their buttholes are right there. Just give them a five and they'll show it to you. So that was, I think, one of the requirements for the booking. And then oh, wow. they asked an overreach. For a bottle in the room. So of what? Okay, cigarettes just, and pizza, girl. You know, some some uh, liquor, some, some liquor. liquor. Okay, that's room. normal. Oh, okay. That's that's standard um, for an antiseptic use mainly. You want to clean your nail beds before you put a nail on. That's why I like a lot of vodka in my room. So, so cut to, to the, the event. event. The host hostess shows up an hour and a half late, <sighs> drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Messy drunk to the point where she was vomiting in the corner of the party. I love her. Um, Sister Roma was there. She introduced her. Um, but kind of in the way that Sister Roma thought that she was going to do a number. Um, and her manager ran up and was like, no, 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 she's not doing a number. <laughs> okay. So they found her in the corner throwing up and at that, that time, was her number <laughs> she's doing a will of act Fuck off. morgan um i think mayhem mariah they all showed up to the party so they're like they are the party you need to get it together these girls are here so she pulled it together and she got on the mic and i don't think she was on the mic for maybe like five minutes but she it was not a good bleak good look for this event or this queen to be starting off these drag race bookings with they're boogings at this point yeah they're boogings she must not, have gotten some puke in her wig not many but this is no i have a question why didn't you reach out and maybe help her it's not my place oh <laughs> i feel like i should just you know let these girls well, at least pull your phone out. <laughs> pull your yeah. phone out for the That's intel true. for the That's Race true. Chaser Pod Instagram. That's Do it for true. the gram. Thank you for your anonymity. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for being in the studio and thank you for sharing sure. your story. And I think you guys should talk about that and maybe just put that out there a little bit more that these girls need thank to Thank you take so it much. More no. seriously. Um, because there's a lot of girls that have wanted to be on the show for years and would yeah. love these bookings and these girls finally get on the show and then this is how they act showing it's up like, drunk to a, a, a know, party a little professionalism <laughs> i mean it sounds fun but like there's already going to be porn stars there you know it's going to be you know a, tur a turnt event there's going to be people fucking in the spa and yeah. like there's yeah. going to be flagrant behavior and for you to be the drag queen and to already be a mess when you get there you're supposed to you know be like the life of the party right. not the puke of the party right and this is not i mean this is very common that this happens yeah. I mean, it kind of happened with sharon and me luckily we were drinking so much beforehand that you know, we just, we weren't throwing up because we had a tolerance. Yeah. But a lot of these girls are going from, I can't afford to keep my lights on and I can't. I get two drink tickets. I, right. right. To now it's, 
What do you want to drink? What Anything do you want to drink? Anything you want, and here it is, all of it right now in front of you. So it's easy to overindulge, mm-hmm. and like my heart goes out to this person because I've been that girl. Yeah. Except it was like it was like I wanted a bag of fucking cocaine. I didn't put it in my rider, but we would talk about it on the car ride from the thing. And like once it got to that point, it was like this is. This is probably too much. And that probably would have sobered her up a little bit if she asked for something like that. Yeah. You know? put, it, like, put it in your rider. In case nice. I get twisted, please have Coke nearby. You mm-hmm. can't put that in the rider. Or like... Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're asking for access to the OnlyFans, I'm sure there's no that you can ask for. That's an overreach. <laughs> yeah, Bleeper, the manager, he was, um, that was quite the reach. He might have even had a nail on to reach even a little bit further. <laughs> that's an overreach. Yeah. That's but... crazy. And supposedly he has a reputation already of, like, just being so extra. Oh, wow. The, the, I think the point is, this isn't a good look. Mm-hmm. And I think as time goes by, it's not quite charming it's it's more like okay thank you next and we can find someone who can do the job and can go above and beyond and can be lovely and wait until afterward to get twisted that's that's that word right there it's a job you need to take it seriously if you want to have longevity time yeah. You need to do the job. Thank you very much for joining us in the studio. Thank you for having Anonymous me. Intel Source. And this is a let this be a cautionary tale to anyone who may be a Rue girl or an aspiring Rue girl. Out Why there. did the new chicken cross the road to Why? throw up at the porn star pool party? Well, <laughs> cute. The winners are, unsurprisingly, the IBBN Network. It's Britney Bitch Network. And Nina West wins the challenge. Hooray, gal. Good for her. Good job. And she wins a $3,500 gift card from ISLYNYC, which is, they make a lot of the hologram jewelry that oh. I've worn and you've worn and the girls have worn. Oh, I Sasha. like them. They're How great. much? $2,500? 35 Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I'm wearing an ISLY... Um, body chain in our promo photo. It's like that big holographic oh, thing. Oh, I like them. Yeah, real cute. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the critiques on the runway? Of course, Scarlett gets told she looks great, but her hosting fell flat, which is something that we knew was going to happen based on her saying that she was amazing earlier in the episode. Well, it is kind of, I mean, it's... Telling? No. First of all, the way Scarlet is standing the whole time. The whole this time. is very a page out of your book, uh-huh. Will. I don't think I didn't notice. She is poised. All that fringe. You could see every piece of fringe every moment. Down yes. to the finger. Down and, to the splayed finger. And she's like, you know what? You didn't like me in the challenge, but I am giving Good every ounce of runway. And you can't. Good luck I mean, finding you right. anything. Inspect and try to find. Good luck, though. I'll be right here. Yeah. Uh, and to have a wig reveal. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of crazy because she was really strong in the acting challenge, but when it came to maybe the live element. Scripted lines, too. Right. You know, when you got to come up with it on your own, you don't know what the other person's going to say, and you have to parry yeah. back and forth. There's been times where we've gotten up on stage together. I, what was it? It was something. Who? Me and you, or maybe oh, really? Courtney, there was something where we were like doing an acoustic thing, and 
<laughs> or maybe I wasn't there for rehearsal, but it was something with Christmas and one of our Christmas songs we were doing and you flipped into Unpretty. Yeah. And it was one of those things where we could just, I could pick it up. I didn't know it was going to happen, but we've always <laughs> sung it and it was, it was just easy. You know, if there's certain people that can work off of each other that have a rapport and that can do that. Yeah. I don't think that Scarlett and Sugar had that rapport in them. You know, no. it didn't look like they were having a good time. The others, it looked like they were having a good time. Exactly. Also, like when you did the San Francisco live show of this podcast and did 25 minutes of awesome comedy before you even looked at the cards to start the show. What? 25 minutes? Race Chaser Live. I remember looking at the clock and it was fully 7.30 and you were like, well, I guess we should start the show. I guess we show. should do the show. <laughs> and it was like, you guys were stellar. You were like full pro. Wait, I was there. Yeah. I should remember. Was it after the butt plug? It was after It was after and during. We'll air it on the, uh, everyone will hear it. <gasps> Can people see the live thing on our OnlyFans? There's no seeing. We didn't uh, film it. What about LA? No, no, we didn't film it. That was a dumb idea. Are you interested in having Race Chaser Live come to your city? Contact us in the DMs. DMs. Tell your promoters in your city that you want Race Chaser Live, the experience. Especially the hung ones. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this, when when RuPaul asks them, who who is to blame for this debacle? Give me something. I need an edit. And none of them offer up a name. Do you think they decided that together? I think there was something like that. Collusion. But it's, I think that's to the detriment of the TV show. You're there oh, to it, make a TV show. It is. And Pick Ru, a name. And Rue obviously is saying, y'all don't want to answer my questions how you're told to answer my fucking questions. Y'all are going to lip sync. Yeah. You little bitches. Yeah. And I love it. And Raquel, take that fucking, fucking jacket off. <laughs> Those hey. two bitches who left better learn how to sell pussy in Iceland. Because <laughs> if I ever see their faces again, I'm going to cut their fucking throats. <laughs> we're a family. family. And, that's and that's now what we're going to say. <laughs> Rue says that these girls stink, stink, stunk. Michelle says Raja's leotard ain't enough. Honey says she's too in her head. Akira gets good feedback on the look. And Plastique just says, you know, she doesn't know pop culture. And then she's like, Troy Savon, I love you. <laughs> yeah. This, this lip sync is one of the messiest I've ever seen, just for sheer number of participants. <sighs> and then Scarlett takes off her wig to reveal basically her boy hair with some tracks. Well, um, is that what it is or is it a wig? It's a, it's a full wig, but it looks like her boy hair color. That's the, hard. That's a lot. How... I have a hard time. I've been growing my hair, and I have a hard time fitting it under wigs. Uh-uh. She did not fit all that hair under that white wig, because when she turned on the runway real quick, you saw a flash of brown right here. It was in a bun at the nape, I could tell. It was not all up under that yeah, that white wig. Okay. Because when I saw that bit of dark, I was like, oh, she didn't want to wear a wig cap. Well, I can understand, because putting long hair under a wig in general is hard. Plus, and then another wig, and then another wig, mm -hmm. that's a lot. You're telling me. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, Honey Davenport makes a, a is choice. It a fall? I've heard that she's claiming that she fell off the runway. Really? It didn't but look it, like a fall. It looked like a shablam death drop off the stage. Let's watch it again. Which, just so you know, Plastique's in a split doing a ponytail, and then 
Honey comes forward and it's a jump. It's a jump. She loses a shoe. The hat's gone. Little Miss Leotard posing. It looked really dangerous. Yeah. And, and it, it didn't seem controlled. And you know that's right by the judges' tables. That's like feet away from the judges. Rue does it not... It is common knowledge that you are not allowed to go down there. You're not allowed. Yeah, you're not allowed. Not anymore. I remember on season five... First lip sync of the season, mm-hmm. Serena Chacha went to go down the little stairs because there are little stairs at yeah. the front of the runway that yep. go down there. And producers came out of the darkness and were like, no, 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 no. Don't don't come down here. And honey. that's because that's a dead zone where they can't film without seeing the, the wires and the tape and all exactly. the stuff that they don't want sh- to show on camera. So they say, stay on the stage where you're lit beautifully. And Keep your we shoes can see you. and your wigs on. And all those light bulbs? Don't break the light bulbs. These are the rules. Stay on the stage. I mean, they already... The light bulbs are just breaking left and right. They already made the stage bigger for these girls. They kept it the all-star size stage, which is nice. There's more than enough room for everyone to participate without going on the ground. She looks like like, um, a very mad Ornacea. Did you appreciate the Hector remix of this song? I thought the regular remix would have would have sufficed, sufficed. Also, I do love a Hector Hex moment, though. <laughs> salute, salute. Mm. Uh, yeah, there was a lot going on. I thought they were going to split it up, like how they split up the four-way lip sync on season six. They had them go two by two. Who like Courtney, Bianca, Darian? Yeah, they. They edited it Courtney to had look to like, well, the final four did, which oh. never happened. And so they were like, the four of you are going to lip sync. In real life, they split it up two and two and then cut it together to look like they were all on stage together. Huh. But this, they were like, go for it, gal. <laughs> Just go for What's it. that meme? Safety manager. Yeah. Um, the safety managers are freaking <laughs> out because they cannot have eyes on everybody. Yeah. Do you think they did it twice? To get coverage? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm. You know I'm not allowed near that set. Um, <laughs> and you know I like to distance myself from the show. That's why we created this podcast. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> clearly. Um, I, I, I think Akira... Akira? Akira? Akira. Akira. Constantly looks plucked. <laughs> she Even is. when she tells Rue thanks. Drag hurts. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, they each get saved one by one. And I bet they were all terrified up oh. there because six people lip syncing. Maybe three people are going to go home tonight. They That's what know. I thought. They don't know. I hope they send two home at some point in the season because 14 girls, that makes for a lot of episodes. And we've been traveling and trying to get these episodes out to you and doing our goddamn best. <laughs> Today, we're actually in the same room. I know. Is, it's so weird. Which is, I would say, oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I think uh, next week we'll be calling in from Buffalo and Antwerp. Of some Tee. sort, or San Antonio and and Birmingham, or bullshit. Bologna, Bologna, somewhere. You're doing the Bologna gig. 
I'm doing um, the Twisted Circus tour. Oh, cool. Where yeah. can we see you with that? There's a whole bunch of cities in Europe. Nice. Um, Club Kids UK are putting it on. and um, Oh, Andrew. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very her. excited for that. It's going to be great. Latrice is going to be on that too, right? Um, uh, is she? I don't know. I, have, uh, I, don't Manila know. I think and Latrice so. both told me they were going to Europe to do something. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <Privilege>. <laughs> wow. Um, for our special news segment, we have an introduction by the Alaska 5000. It is a well-known fact that there is a show that comes on TV after RuPaul's Drag Race. It is commonly known as... Golden Girls. Un- oh, no, Untucked. This isn't Logo uh, anymore. Uh, it is commonly known as Untucked. Untucked. And if you're not watching Untucked, you are not doing drag. So, we would like to feature one line from Untucked. Well, Guys, I'm really gagged by this. I'm fucking gagged. That's Nina. <laughs> that was my favorite line. What was your favorite line? In the words of Silky Nutmeg Ganache, if I would have lip-synced for my motherfucking life today, I was motherfucking ready. I was ready to do so. And then she tears away her fringe cookie monster outfit. At least 50 yards of the fringe. Just to tear. reveal a petite dance costume. <laughs> Real French cut. High riding. <laughs> I liked the reveal. Me too. That was strong. And this has been One Line, line From, from Untucked. Bitch. Oh my gosh. This episode put me through it. You know who else it put it through? Look at this footage of Honey Davenport when she comes off the stage. It's really, really heartbreaking to watch this. Honey breaks down and um, is crying a lot. Oh my God. She should have done better. <sighs> it's really hard. Someone has to go. This PA I love is... that the PA, they're like, get out of the shot. <laughs> we need the frame. Just... And she was wailing, and the girls are right on the other side of that partition. They can you, they can hear you, so that's heartbreaking too. Like they, I'm sure every, I'm sure that was a really harrowing day for everybody to to go through. Did you cry when you lost? Uh oh yeah. Oh, there's footage of it. See, I I I've just had this tour where um a girl was getting hurt feelings and she started crying. The promoter came to talk to me and I was like, I'm sorry, you have to play junior high principal. But I was like, if this bitch wants to cry at work. Who? Give me a nay. <laughs> okay, don't tell me. Okay, I did. Um, but she was crying and I, she was like packing up her stuff to leave on a two day show. And I was like, and then someone said she didn't take her face off. She's just packing her clothes. I was like, oh, she's not leaving. Let the bitch cry. What do you mean? Like she was going to leave she the tour? She said she was going to leave the tour if certain people didn't start, stop making certain jokes. On a roast? Uh-huh. She she had to pull that card about stuff that was public. Maybe they should like play like... But she cried. Come on. There's no crying and drag. Welcome. And this is an introductory course on what a roast is. No, we do that. You know how Jinx does her opening where she explains a roast? And I, mm-hmm. I was doing the opening slot and I explained, you know, we say horrible things, but that's because I mean them. Um, and some of these people love each other and it's a camaraderie thing. But like, 
uh, she was getting all butthurt. And I was like, you can't cry. Like, that's unprofessional. Like, if you're crying, that means you haven't worked out a way to say what you feel without throwing in so much emotion that you can't make those words happen anymore. And I'm like, bitch, if you have a problem with me, you need to talk to me. And then she's like, well, I think you're condescending. And I said, well, that's not condescending. You're probably just actually sensing that I don't like you. And saying that to her face was so freeing. Why why is the haters roast the most dramatic, like, behind the scenes? I I guess it works because we're talking about it, and so therefore it promotes it. So it behooves Murray and Peter to poke the hornet's nest and make everybody upset and agitated and crying and screaming and fighting with one another. There's an introduction for one girl, and they say, well, Darian Lake says, you know her, and you know her. Because that's literally how everybody feels. And it's just one of those things where we're just like, this tour was great. And then, you know, certain personnel lineup changes happen. And you're just like, this is not what I signed up for, you know, but whatever. Well, go see Haters Rose for stingers and zingers. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Go see it. Shit. Go check out the Haters Roast. Mm-hmm. And check out the Twisted Circus. Uh-huh. On the, if you're on the continent this and, spring. And uh, if you're going to be in Los Angeles for Drag Gun Weekend, come and see the Drag Queen of the Year, Padge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be writing Padge on my penis and asking <laughs> people to pull it. Pulling it profusely. If that's okay, <laughs> I'll need your consent. But surprises are super fun, too. Uh, I'm Willem, and you can listen to Race Chaser every week, and we promise to provide you with more award-winning content. And you that's can right. rate our podcast, tell us how fantastic it is, mm-hmm. and subscribe so you know when each new episode comes out. And you can follow the dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000 and the Race Chaser podcast Instagram is at Race, Race Chaser, Chaser Pod. Pod. Also, you can become one of our fans on mm. OnlyFans.com slash Race Chaser Pod. And don't forget to use the hashtag Race Chaser when you post about us so we can uh, creep on you. Thanks. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for joining us. And we'll be back next week with another exciting episode. Bye. Race Chaser Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs>